Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things at Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, lifelong Borough fan, Paddy Billington. From This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast, and the station proud to bring you full match commentary of every Scarborough Athletic game, home and away this season. And that is on our sister station, This Is The Coast Extra, which you can listen to online at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash extra. Also, you can ask your smart speaker to launch This Is The Coast Extra. And you can also download the This Is The Coast app direct to your smartphone and in the menu switch station to Extra for full match commentary of every Borough game, home and away. Coming up this episode, well, it's been a busy day. Hence us uh, releasing episode 25 on a Friday evening. Uh, players uh, moving off. And uh, new players coming in, so an exciting day. Uh, we will we will talk about all of that very very shortly. My special guest this week is Jack Fuster, the club secretary, the man with a million jobs, and many of those jobs are sort of done in the background. He keeps the club ticking along in the right direction. And massive respect to Jack for his role. We're finding out exactly what his role entails during this episode. And we've been asking you this question on the social media pages: Who is responsible for you being a Scarborough fan? It might be a relative, it might be a friend, it might be a member of the football club a long, long time ago. Who is responsible for you becoming a Scarborough fan? Lots of your comments have been coming in. We'll read those out during the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from, then you'll be notified every time a new episode drops, and we try and get them out weekly at least, uh, and usually on a Friday morning. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and always at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And you can hear all the previous episodes there right now. Now, this week's topic is, who is responsible for you being a Scarborough fan? Some really great comments here. Let's go through some of them now, and we'll do some more in a bit. Mark Bunton says, My dad, David Bunton, he used to take me to the games in the 70s and to the FA Trophy finals. My son and grandsons are also Borough fans. Rob Bernard replies, Same mate, my dad and my two granddads, regulars. Caught the bug going to the athletic ground with a couple of times a season at the huge Boothbury Park. Youngest brother still goes to Borough and Hull City with his son. Stuart Haywood-Smith, my dad was born in Scarborough, so it was a no-brainer. Paul Eaton, Scarborough fans, made me welcome. I was on holiday, decided to go to a game, follow them ever since. Paul Hodgson Jr., my dad Paul Hodgson, stood in front of Borough Club, watching my hero Trenton Wigan. Stephen Smith, Mark Smith is responsible. Peter Moss says Billy Butlin. <laughs> Jamie Kerr says, used to always visit family in Scarborough as a kid. The bloke next door used to ask if I wanted to go. First visit and I was hooked. Used to get some funny looks walking around Manchester in a Borough top as a teenager. So it's thanks to Jim Shaw that I eventually went. Now my own kids and grandchildren enjoy cheering the lads on. Might even start our own Tameside Sea Dogs group, lol. And Michael McConnell, me granddad Bill and young uncle Stuart got me going to the borough at the McCain Stadium. Don't remember the exact year, but I'll never forget walking down with them both back in the day. Great memories. Our bricks are in the ground. Brilliant comments. We'll do some more very, very shortly. Now, ahead of speaking to my main guest, Jack Fuster on episode 25 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Earlier today, I had a little chat with Trevor Bull on a different matter, actually, unrelated to the football club. But while we were chatting, I thought I would uh, ask him his thoughts on this weekend's huge FA Cup tie. It's a massive game. Um, you know, the FA Cup's very special. Everybody everybody loves an FA Cup game. And of course, if, if we can beat Darlington on Saturday, that'll take us through to the the fourth qualifying round of the cup when uh, the, the sorry the national league teams themselves come into the uh, the competition and it'll it'll equal the furthest we've, we've ever been before so so it's great it's a great opportunity darlington 
there'll be no pushover there. They're obviously struggling in our league at the moment, but they've just appointed a new manager, which always seems to send teams on a bit of a winning winning run. So, so yeah, it's it's, it's a big big game. We've got hundreds of supporters uh, travelling up to Darm- Darlington tomorrow to uh, to te- to play their part as well. So yeah, looking for a great day out. Yeah, and uh, as well as you know, fans and the club wanting a cup run for the magic of the cup, it's such a massive uh, financial boost as well, isn't it? Each round you get through. Yeah, it is. It's um, it, it. We never budget for to make any money on the cups because we always anticipate that we're going to be knocked out in the first round. So the further we get, the more money that it goes in goes into the pot. And, you know, at, at this stage, you you pick up a, a check for for winning, and you also get half the half the uh, the gate receipts as well. So. So it's it's definitely uh, definitely worth winning a few matches, and we've we've been frustrated in cups in recent years. Um, you know, FA Cup, FA Trophy, we, we've not not won many games. So so we're all hoping that this year is going to be a bit different, and it wouldn't it be great if we could could get into the into the first round proper? That's that's where we would like to get to, but it's not easy. Scarborough Athletic FC Chairman Trevor Ball speaking to me earlier on today. And it has been a busy day of ins and outs at Scarborough Athletic FC. Firstly, news of two departures. Ashley Jackson joining Gainsborough of the Northern Premier League for a month's loan. And Jay Charles joining fellow Northern Premier League team FC United of Manchester also for a month's loan. And just as we upload this podcast, news of Finley Barnes, age 22, joining the Sea Dogs from York City. In a statement from the club this evening, they say the young left-sided midfielder who was recently on loan at Darlington hit double figures across two seasons before signing for York, scoring 25 goals in 70 appearances. Barnes opted for a move to the Yorkshire coast after interest from a fellow National League North club with the lure of working with John O'Green in Key. He's available to play against his former club tomorrow, subject to National League and FA approval. Welcome to Borough, Finlay Barnes. Right, this week's special guest is Club Secretary Jack Fuster. Jack, firstly, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you, Paddy. Just getting ready for tomorrow's game uh, with, with Darlington. Well, let's start there then, because you have always got a lot on, and uh, a lot of the stuff that you do, most of the stuff that you do is very much behind the scenes. And people might not know uh, the, the amount of work that you put into this football club. For example, in the run-up to a game like Darlington, what is it you're up to? What is it you're working on? Well, I'm, I'm afraid today um, we're, we've been quite busy in the uh, in the player market. We've obviously got a player coming in and uh, and a couple going out, so it's it's been a busy morning. Uh, I think I was texting Jono at six o'clock this morning, um, and on the phone to some secretaries at seven o'clock this morning. So it's uh, it's been busy uh, this Friday. Uh, they're not all, all like this. It's busy with that side of things, and and just talk us through some of your other your other responsibilities as well. Yeah, from, from a from a, for a home game, obviously things are, are manic. You, you, you're looking after about fifteen hundred people for a home fixture, um, so just making sure everything's um, ready to go. Volunteers are, are okay to to, to help. Um, obviously, allocating volunteers to, to to the roles in order for us to be able to um, coordinate a match day. Obviously, we liaise lay, with the, uh, the, the the safety officer to ensure that he's got his staff in place. Um, the ground management. Um, company everyone active yeah and it's, there's, there's a lot to do on a home fixture and we, we tend to enjoy the away fixtures a lot more um as there's a lot less to do once that team sheet's gone into the uh to the referee and the and the opposing club 
For home games, you know, you will you will get requests from the away clubs, won't you? When 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 they're visiting Scarborough, you'll have to deal with their their requests, and, and I guess every club will have similar needs, but there will be some different ones in there too. Yeah, I think we had uh, Chester come come down. Um, a couple of weeks back and I think they were wearing a yellow outfield kit um, which they didn't let us know about um, so Crackers had to change his uh, his kit last minute and I think at Southport uh, again I think Crackers ended up wearing a tutti fruity coloured uh, goalkeeper kit which uh, didn't go down very well that's right yeah so there's all, all sorts of things that are happening uh, I mean you obviously really enjoy it though don't you you've been doing this a while now and uh you know, you seem to do it effortlessly, even though I'm sure it, it, it's a lot of hard work, but you, you're the man to rely on, aren't you? And uh, you must really enjoy it. What, what is it that you do enjoy the most about the job? I've, I've been doing it for six years now. I think I've gone grey. Um, I think I've I think I've got moodier as, as the years go on. I, I'm, I'm, I get called uh, Dr. Doom by uh, a lot of the playing staff um, for, for some reason or other. I don't know why. Um, but no, I, I really, I, I do enjoy it. It's my hometown club. Um and I've 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 supported the club since 2001, since my granddad uh, took me to to the games, and I've been hooked ever since. Um, obviously through the ups and uh, primarily the the downs um, of the old club. And yeah, it, it, at first it was my opportunity to get you know give something back to the club. Um, I want to get I started getting involved at, uh, at Bridlington um, when Wendy. Dave Holland, Will Baines, and, uh, and Nick Finch asked if I could help out. Um, I thought this is this is the time now or never. Uh, we need to get people in town know not you know knowing about us returning home. Um, we did develop some car stickers as 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 simple as it was. Um, they're still seen around town. We needed to get local um, football clubs um, to come and see us in Bridlington. Um, we invited uh, junior te- teams in the Scarborough District Minor League to come down and be ball, ball boys, ball kids, and and that was to get us ready for that homecoming, um, knowing that football would never be the same when we returned back to Scarborough. Yeah, um, and 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 ever since then, the club's gone on and grown, um, and and my roles changed over those years. Um, I've done everything from kit washer kit person dresses the several mascots uh, in the seagull outfit and then the uh, the more recent sea dog um I've, I've directed traffic when we're at marine i've served food for the for the um on the 19s um i've done the media uh, interviewing john dc and um, we tended to lose quite often so no one else wanted to do it so it got stuck with me um I've done, I've done I've done a bit of everything, but but my my role at the moment is to ensure the club is compliant and um, hopefully we don't get no fines. Dealing with players ins and outs um, from the academy to the first team and general administration of the club from day to day. Um, but like I said, as the club's grown, I've done less of those roles and concentrated more so on on ensuring the club is uh, is compliant and. Uh, yeah, speaking to everyone who's involved at the club um, to, to move us forward. I can hear in your voice how there have been tough times in that time as well. But, you know, where the club is now, when you look back to those times in Bridlington, you know, wow, what what a journey the club is on and continues to be on right now. It is amazing, isn't it, when you look at the home attendances and the improvements at the ground and all that. 
Yeah, that must make you very proud. Yeah, we've got our own training ground as well over at Filey for the uh, for, for the academy, um, and it's yeah, we're we're starting to build a platform now um, for us to uh, to to continue to to, to grow. Uh, we're not quite where we want to be yet, I don't think, but I think we'll happily take our position over some of the other clubs who uh, are in our league and, and higher above as well. So a big game this weekend. How do you see it going? I don't like to comment on the. Uh, on, on, on what, what we're expecting uh, in terms of uh, results because uh, you only end up disappointed. Right, oh, that, that's literally all we're going to get then. <laughs> no comment, no comment on it. All right, probably sensible, <laughs> probably sensible. Yeah, it's going to be a great atmosphere, isn't it? And there's going to be plenty of Scarborough fans travelling as well. Uh, who doesn't love a derby, especially when there's such a big reward? And you'll know this, of course, um, you know, if Scarborough get through, then fourth qualifying round, that's as far as this club has ever got before, which is great. And it's, and it's, it's cash, isn't it? We're talking, each, each round you get through, we're talking serious money for the club. Yeah, big big money for the club. Um, I suppose John will be uh, will be wanting us to progress because it might mean that he might get a bit more to spend uh, at a later date. Um, but no, we we, we want to do that, put the rights wrong um, from when we uh, played Hyde um, a, a number of years ago in our first season back home. Um, <laughs> we we had the BBC contact us to let us know that. Um, if we beat hard, then we'd do the draw in the clubhouse on the Monday night. And unfortunately, uh, we didn't win the game. <laughs> and, uh, I think they went to hide instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gutting, gutting. So close yet so far. Well, let's yeah. hope, let's hope we do get the, the victory and a uh, cup run would be nice. Uh, hopefully not too much of a distraction on, on the league. We, we want the form to improve there, of course, especially away from home. Uh, but look, thanks for your time. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you, we'll see you on the terraces. Sooner rather than later. Uh, thank you for all your help with some of our requests as well <laughs> as time goes by. Jack, can you just check this for, with us? What are the rules for this? And are we allowed to do that? I mean, that's you must get a lot from a lot of people. But thank you very much for uh, all your help with all our stuff as well, mate. No, thanks, Paddy. Thank you very much. And a huge thanks to Jack Fuster, my guest this week on episode 25 of the Sea Dogs podcast. More of your comments now on who is responsible for you being a Scarborough fan. Uh, Lewis Palmer says, my dad used to take me in my pram. Uh, Michael McConnell, my granddad Bill and my uncle Stuart got me going to the Borough at McCain Stadium. Don't remember the exact year, but I'll never forget walking down with them both back in the day. Great memories. Our bricks are in the ground. Graham Toyne says, Neil Warnock and the team of 86 and 87. Peter Hildreth says, my dad Paul Hildreth. We moved to Scarborough when I was a young lad and he took me to all the home games back at McCain Stadium and a few away as well. My first main memories are our League Cup run back in 1992-93 when I stood behind the goal one game before the stand was built and George Agani scored and then came up to me and celebrated right in front of me. See, those are very special treasured memories, aren't they? Rune uh, puts a Sporting Borough down to Championship Manager 93. Paul says, my dad in 86. I was nine years old and instantly fell in love with the club. My own son is now 12 and into his fifth year of proudly supporting the club. Mark Webster, I sort of decided myself, spent many childhood holidays in Scarborough and after the demise in 2007 of the old club, I took an interest. Followed and went to my first match in 2011. Would love to go on the podcast and talk about it. You're most welcome to do so. Mark, you'll have to send me a message. Stuart Hayward-Smith says, my dad was born in Scarborough, so it was a no-brainer. And Steve Elwick says, my auntie Connie and uncle R.I.P. Well, thanks for all those comments. Plenty more on the Facebook page. This is the part.
has the Scarborough Athletic uh, supporters page. Couple more actually. Uh, Philip Crook, no one. I follow Scarborough Athletic because I'm born and raised in Scarborough. Uh, Lias Chalk, I guess I'd have to blame my parents for moving to Scarborough when I was young. Keep it quiet, but I was actually born in York. So every time I need my birth certificate, I have to see the word York. Uh, Paul Flint says I spent a few seasons as a student at the McCain Stadium, so uh, probably uh, because of myself that I support Scarborough. I like this from Wayne Carter. Neil Warnock, I won the raffle uh, when I was a kid, and he came to the local community centre and presented me with it and took me round the ground etc on the day I was mascot Alwyn Radar the Scarborough fans who were at the FA Cup second round match at Bootham Crescent in 1978 responsible for me becoming a Scarborough fan York won 3-1 but Borough had the party and Mark Smith my uncle Ron back in 1986 now you see for me my dad took me to my first game mid 80s Scarborough against Welling United and I seem to remember standing in what was like an old bus shelter structure uh, in what I seem to remember was possibly the away end at Seymour Road. I don't know why we would be stood there, but that's the memory that I've got. Uh, but I think the reason why I wanted to support Scarborough, our doctor on the South Cliff in Scarborough was Dr Davidson, who was the club doctor at Scarborough. And, uh, you see, my dad um, wanted to bring us up as Man City fans because he was from Manchester, big Man City fan. And, and our doctor used to tease him and just say, you need to start supporting Scarborough. And I don't know whether he invited us to a game, but we went to a game and I was absolutely hooked after that. Uh, big Scarborough fan. My dad still took us to Man City matches, probably as many Man City games as Scarborough games, but I just I just felt it more watching Scarborough. I don't know. Maybe it was that hometown thing, but uh, anyway, that's my story. My reason for supporting Scarborough. I'm going to put it down to the club doctor at the time, Dr Davidson. Now, we'll wrap up episode 25 of the Sea Dogs podcast with the latest on the FA Cup game against Darlington. If you're travelling to Darlow for the match, first things first, remember it's a 1pm kickoff. Do not be arriving at 5-3. to You'll have missed the game. The fixture, no surprise, is segregated. As it stands, supporters can pay on the gate, but that is subject to change. Adults are £15, concessions 11 Juniors, 12 to 18, are a fiver. Children under 12, I assume, are free or certainly less. The Valley Bar Sea Dogs are taking a good number of fans to the game. There is on-site car parking at Darlington FC. It is available on a first-come, first-served basis. Car parking is charged at £5 per car. Alternatively, there are numerous town centre car parks within 20 to 25 minutes' walk of Blackwell Meadows. We will have full match commentary of the match, and Taylor will be bringing you that with that 1pm kickoff, This is the Coast Extra. Uh, this is the coast.co.uk slash extra. Ask your smart speaker to launch This is the Coast Extra or download the This is the Coast app to your smartphone and in the menu, switch station to Extra for full match commentary. Thanks for listening to episode 25 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and be notified every time a new episode drops and we'll see you on episode 26. This is the Coast.